Woo! And we're live, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Whitfield Report Saturday edition of the show. I am your host, Sam Whitfield, back here for another, uh, you know, uh, Saturday edition here in the shit show that is 2020. Uh, I'm glad to be here. As glad as anyone really can be uh, to, you know, be here in 2020. It, it's it's 2020. It's been a fucking year. What, what can I say? But uh, anyway, I'm your host. Trying to make her year better. Uh, trying to make her year better somewhat, at least. And uh, joined, as always, by my co-host, Apex Gamma. And you can follow me on Twitter at SamDev underscore NDC. Uh, hashtag Whitfield Report. You can follow me on Instagram, also at SamW underscore NDC. On Gab and Parlor at Sam Whitfield. Facebook.com forward slash Whitfield Report. TheSamWhitfield.com. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. And uh, follow Apex Gamma on Twitter at Apex underscore Gamma. And um, don't do that. I, I'm just kidding. Thank I, you, I I do want to take a quick moment to uh, real quick uh, offer uh, you my uh, thoughts and well wishes, uh, Apex. I know today is a hard day for you, and I, I a couple people have tweeted me about it, and um, you know, all I can. Well, I mean, I appreciate. I- I appreciate that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm not. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. All I can say is, uh, you know, I've, I've never lost a sibling. But I did lose an uncle before his time, so I, I, in a way, I guess I can, kind of right, and I, I know it sucks. Um, but anyway, uh, I'm just glad I know you, and uh, you know, thanks for being part of my uh-huh. life, man. Well, I appreciate that, man, and and I was I was really grateful for the uh, the the little bit of outpouring, because I mean, people that follow me that don't, you know, I mean, I got I got a lot of feedback and a lot of you know positive, you know, comments and stuff, and the thing is, is I actually kind of felt bad about that because I realized reading back the tweet that like that's kind of what it meant like it read like i was like i was saying hey guys i'm sad today which as you put it today is a hard day and i mean it's it's not though i mean it every fucking the hardest day was a year ago today and every day since then has been hard but today was just a what today was for me and what that tweet was was a reminder to remind people that i I mean, I care about most people, but anybody that cares anything about what I have to say, I thought I would use my voice to remind them to tell the people that they love how much they love them uh, while they have a chance. Because it's, uh, you know, time is fleeting. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. And that was the whole, that was the point of it uh, for me tweeting that out, because that's what I was thinking. Because uh, quite frankly, today, uh, a year, uh, exactly a year past is one of the it's the the light is starting to kind of shine through finally it's been the hardest one of the hardest years of my life and i mean that quite literally 
for more reasons than just that but that was a you know yeah. a big factor big factor in the the avalanche uh but you know um i again i appreciate uh, i appreciate yours and everyone else's well wishes but you know we all know tragedy man like i, I wasn't i'm not the type to reach i'm not the type to reach out and say guys look i feel bad make me feel better uh kind of thing uh and i'm not necessarily assuming that everyone thought that but no um I've had some, you know, I've had some in, engagements with, uh, I don't even know, some young lady on, on Twitter recently that uh, poured paint on her leg and said she got, you know, attacked by a, a teenager and dragged through the gravel and she got, you know, a bunch of stitches and she's got like 17,000 followers and everyone's like, oh my God. I'm like, that is so clearly red paint. I, I thought it was a tra I thought there were 17,000 people in on some fucking shitposting account, but no, no, that's just people looking for sympathy and lying to do it. Like it was, it was fucking red paint. I mean, she hurt herself somehow. She like fell in some gravel or something, had a little, a little thing in her leg, but she poured fucking red paint all over it. Took a picture and was like, I'm trying to avoid not going to the, the, the doctor. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So, I mean, I just wanted to make that clear and I actually, I didn't tweet much today for, for me, but I wanted to, uh, I made that clear via a retweet that I sent out earlier and I wanted to vocalize that now. I, I mean, again, it's, I appreciate the, the well wishes and stuff, but it was, it was more about you guys uh, and everyone that read that just, you know, tell the people you love that you love them because they're not going to be, they're not going to be there forever and neither are you, you know, so no, nope. don't waste time. That's all. And, uh, yeah. Um, and on another subject, uh, I do want to apologize, folks. I forgot to, men I forgot to, uh, mention last week, just, uh, one more ho housekeeping thing. I forgot to mention at the end of last week's show that this week, uh, not this coming week, but this past week, uh, the one we just finished was um my midterm exams week so that's why there was no uh Wednesday podcast um just because I just didn't have time um to do an extra show so that's what happened there uh I'm sorry to the folks who were expecting that um I'll see if maybe I can do an extra one this week maybe but uh, yeah, just want to you know that I'm fine. Nothing happened with me uh, because that was the other thing that happened was I didn't post an episode, so people were wondering if I were was okay. And yeah, I'm fine. Just uh, just busy and forgot to make that announcement. But uh, I actually did manage to watch the VP uh, debate between uh pence and harris or part of it um oh boy <laughs> and uh yeah i mean i it, had i not been had i not just finished a, a midterm final at that point uh, i would have fired up a stream but i didn't have uh, time to set up my streaming software before the debate so i just watched it and i did a live tweet a little but uh overall I think uh I think Pence won that debate uh overall he was 
he wasn't as aggressive as Trump is, and I think that's one of his. I think that is one of his flaws. I wish he were a little bit more um, cutthroat and not so gentlemanly all the time. But he made Harris look like a look like an idiot moron, uh, which well, is is what is yeah. what I care about. What what are your thoughts, Apex? Well, I mean, I I saw it as like a weird like reversal and um, uber magnification of the first debate with with Trump and Biden, where Biden is the seasoned politician. He should be the one that can stand up there and talk like the people want to hear and make people comfortable by saying, you know, calm and stately things and maybe going off the cuff a little bit. But he's the he's the seasoned trained politician. Trump's the fucking bully comedian. Um, And that first of it was a shit show, as we all know. Uh, but this one, you know, knowing Pence from before he was uh, elected, you know, selected as, as Trump's VP, um, he uh, he's not he wasn't the same person uh, on that stage. He was pretty close, uh, very. But like his uh, angled of attack. Angles, angles, rather, of attack. Um and backtrack. I liked. I, I really enjoyed the way he would backtrack. You know, he would be given his two minutes to answer the next series of questions, and he'd use a minute to go back and drop some fucking bombs, and then use the next minute to answer the actual question. So, I mean, yeah, it was an absolute schooling uh, as far as as far as you know. If you're if you're judging it by any real p- political metric, you know, as far as history goes, but I don't think that ex- that 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 doesn't really exist anymore. I mean, with the normies, it, it certainly does. And those people's, those people's opinions certainly matter, but I think both in fact and in like, uh, perception, they, uh, like Pence just fucking absolutely demolished. All she had was sassy looks and, um, uh, you know, sassy tones of voice. She, you know, they both dodged questions though. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, Kamala certainly certainly more more so than um um you know than uh, Pence did. Sorry. And and I I I will say this: people people were saying that the mo- that the moderator did a better job than Chris Wallace. I don't know where they got that. I don't think she did worse than Chris Wallace, but I think she was. It, I mean, it, she well, she wasn't I, good in her own way. She was really bad, especially once you look at her uh, uh, Twitter bio and you see that she's like a yeah. fan of Nancy Pelosi and that she's writing a bio on yeah no yeah no no that no things. I mean, well, I, I think again. I mean, it's it's kind of like an apples to oranges thing. Like, you know, she absolutely still steered things towards Kamala, but because both Kamala and uh, Pence were, were, were so much more civil just in general, there was no, there was no fucking Chad Trump energy in the room, fucking kicking podiums over uh, and shit, you know, metaphorically, (laughs) metaphorically speaking. I don't, I don't think there needed to be though, because Kamala, I think did herself in with all that snickering and. um... No, I mean, Alan's right. Moderators are absolutely like it's the antithesis of what a moderator is supposed to be. 
Like they're not supposed to have clear bias. You shouldn't be able to to look through their fucking Twitter bio. You know, maybe if you you tore through some private papers in their home, you could find some <laughs> some secret beliefs. But that's against the fucking law. People are allowed to have their own thoughts. But yeah, they, you shouldn't be able to just look. Uh, oh, people shouldn't be openly biased uh, in 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 a, in a thing like in an arena like this, rather. Yeah. So yeah, I, you know, it's all a fucking it's all a fucking circus, man. Which is why I have a really hard time taking any of it seriously. We're trying to like watch it as a serious thing, you know. What uh, what I what I want to know, and I I tweeted this out like two or three times this week, actually, in, in regards to the debates, is because the one thing I keep hearing is that these debates are for the undecided voters. And, okay, normally I I would get that in an election year, but again, we're talking about 2020, where people have been, where a lot of people have been sitting at home, and even if they're working from home, generally people have more time to, uh, you know, maybe look at some of this stuff than they might if the, if they were commuting. So, well, I don't, Everyone I've talked to, regardless of whether they're on the left or the right, everyone I know has decided. So who are all these undecided voters? I, I want to, at this point, I want to meet them. I, I really do. Just to be like, you know, how have you guys not decided yet? I, that's, I don't buy that excuse fully. That it's for the undecided voters, like I said, who who's undecided? I'm I'm genuinely curious. So, uh, sorry, I was muted. Uh, I was I was I can't fucking uh, I can't fucking chat on my computer because Google is fucking gay, and I can't because my my account's banned now. I can't log into my fucking backups. Oh, uh, but anyway. Oh um, yeah, that's yeah, right. Sorry, I was muted. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh, who's undecided? Uh, the people that are too well. I don't know, man. I don't want to say people that are undecided, but it's people that like <laughs> the lesser of two evils argument doesn't work on them, kind of thing. Like they see, because I see a lot of that too, where people are like, I mean, yeah, dude, obviously, obviously Trump's not as fucking bad as all, all the media shit says, but he's still a piece of shit, uh, and. Biden, fuck Biden, dude. I'm not fucking. I, I'll vote third party, or I'm not voting. Or you know what I mean? Like that. Those are the most of the people that I've met. As far as literal undecided, where they're like, yeah, you know, I don't know. Biden might be a good pick, or or, or Joe might be a good pick. Uh, no, no, I've not met anybody like that. There are fucking Trump flags wanging off, fucking <laughs> wanging, <laughs> wanging off at the back SUVs and pickup trucks, or there's fucking Biden signs uh, or hats, which have, they're obviously significantly fewer of in my neck of the woods. But yeah, man, I mean, it's everyone is declared. It's that's another that's that's more fake news. Yeah. So why even? I mean, like. Why even have these these things then? I, I mean, I don't know. It, it, I'm just I'm just kind of like, can can we get the fucking thing over over with now? At this point, uh, I guess. Yeah. 
Uh, I always vote we're the candidate with the biggest boobs. I'm with E Scorpio. Yeah, well, if you're if you're voting, for... that's why that's why, Tulsa, that's why Tulsa Gabbard had my vote a long time ago. Yeah, well, yeah, that's well, a pretty generally Republican person. Yeah, well, that yeah, well, if if well, if Tulsa, uh, I mean, if 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 Tulsa had ran, I might have actually voted for. Her then for that reason, yeah, um, exactly. But the thing that is, Tulsi is too. Tulsi, who is pretty liberal on a lot of shit, is uh, too conservative for the left now. Which, oh yeah, which that ought to tell you something right there. So, um, and yes, and yes, also, um. Boobs are boobs are awesome. Which, which, by the way, I, I, I do want to, I do want to address that real quick because I know that <laughs> I know that Owens fans still haven't, still haven't been. Uh, I know that Owens fans have been watching me because I'll get like comments or tweet replies like you're 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 obsessed with you're obsessed with tits or so. Or something like like that. What? Why do you? Why do you talk at, about them so much on your show? And okay, here here's a hint. If you're if you're commenting that to me, but I see a bear emoji. Let me just say this: you guys watch a moron who obsessively talks about penises on his streams and leans way too much into it. So I've decided that I'm going to lean into my thing and if you're going to call me out for it but you can't recognize your guys' obsession with with dicks which he which he lies out then okay that's a you know that is whatever. Not being obsessed with dicks is gay, Sammy. Johnny, Johnny, is that you? Did you, uh... <laughs> no, no, it's me. I just, uh, I have an escape artist. One of these little fucking kittens. One of these little gray babies. Gravies! <laughs> climbs all the fucking way out of this little cage. Climbs down, wanders around, and then climbs back up and in. It's the only one. He's the he's the only one, but I just came out to use the bathroom, and there's a tiny little shadow running across the floor. So I I was muted <laughs> while I dealt with it. I don't know why I don't know why I even bothered. Just let him run around. Uh, I make sure, uh, make sure all the doors are closed, and you know he's still tiny. But anyway, <laughs> so Static Void asks, who has better uh, tatas, Tulsi or? AOC. Everyone says everyone says AOC, but the thing it is is uh, is uh, is uh, I mean AOC is just uh, well a a she's a she's a commie, and b her her. I'd say it, but her her face, uh, and also, oh no, 
she's go ahead. Larry. She's just one of those. She's she is. I I saw a great meme that she makes uh dumb blondes look smart, so which she does. But uh, anyway, wow, we went we went from the debate to Tata's and like. <laughs> Hey man, listen. You said you wanted to lean into it, so embrace it. Let's go. Let's go. In the in the um, no. Listen, man. You can't judge tits by their political affiliation, first of all. Uh, but to answer Static Void's question, I don't. I can't answer that because, much like makeup, tits uh, and faces are can be very hard to judge when you strap a bunch of shit on them uh, and put a bunch of things over them. What do those nips look like? I don't know. That that's a, that that matters uh, in, in grading a pair of tatas, as you just put it. Um, who's are bigger? I think uh, AOC. I think on the surface, but how much of that's padding? I don't fucking know. Uh, neither do you. She does, but yeah. Tulsi's hotter, dude. She's got that fucking. She's got that natural storm gray streak thing going on. Fuck. Oh yeah, t- totally. The funny thing is, is I I know I know this is gonna get clipped. And I know exactly who is well, I know one of the people who's going to clip the clip this. And uh that's gonna be that's gonna be Bruce City, most likely. Um because if she can get clips of Semper talking about ham wallets, then uh Bro, you know Brew is already Brew Brew is already she's <laughs> Brew is already brewing a synth for for this uh for that clip. Pro- Kitty Talk. Kitty Talk with Sammy and Apex. Who's got the better tits? Tulsi or AOC? Oh, hi, little baby. What are you doing here? Probably. Okay. Oh, come here. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's too many kittens, man. I know. I know. Dude, hey. dude, dude. Can I send you can I send you some kittens? You want some kittens? Um Sure, actually. I don't think they'll survive. Uh the USPS at this point, but well, here, well, here's the bigger question: Will our votes survive the USPS? I'm not no, no. Well, I mean, no. Like, of course, and they're they're inanimate objects. So why would a living fucking thing? Although I'm not gonna lie to you, most of the birds that have sold over the last year or two have uh, all come through the mail. So, but they don't need to eat for like two eat or drink anything for like two days. Birds, chickens, and ducks. Once they're born, Austin, I'll send you a kitten. Apex says they'll drive them to. They'll drive the the kittens to my house. Well, uh, Alan, I need to. Hi- I need to. Sorry. I need to hire. Uh, I may need to hire you again for personal security purposes. Um, because your other favorite streamer from, uh, Florida, isn't uh. You know, well, let me just say that, say this, um, he, he's not, he's not too happy with me for some reason. So, but, uh. Wait, who's not happy with you? The, uh, the, the googly eye, the googly eye guy. Oh, Moish? Did you, did you, did you piss the Moish off, Sammy? What did you do to the old moist? Uh, 
I am. I'm not. I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure anymore. I mean, the. I mean, the big thing is, is I defended uh, Alan. So. Oh, that was a long time ago. Fuck that dude. I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah, I also might have uh, asked two shops for houses at eight p.m. But, so, so. But uh. Um. Static void. Uh, Moish is is an ex um strip club manager with one wonky fucking eye that looks like it came out of a fucking dollar store googly eye pack. Um, and he sits in front of his computer and makes money by telling people to do his work for him and then talking about it. <clears throat> uh, yeah. All right, what are we talking about now? Um, in in terms of serious news, uh, I guess there's a riot in Denver, Colorado. Uh, wait, are 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 you are you serious that that that? No, that... I'm joking. I told you, I told you, bro. Don't take anything seriously that comes out of my mouth tonight. I'm masking it all with with just. Like asinine humor. <laughs> it's probably not even going to be funny most of the time. You're going to be like, "Wait, what? Are you for real?" No, no, I'm not, Sammy. Continue. Well, well, the, the thing, the thing of it is, is the thing of it is, is these. Uh, I'll be, I'll be. Okay, let me just say that this there, there are so many rides in so many places that, you know, I bet some of them are staged at the very least. Uh, that one surprised me, but. Let me see here. Uh, ba, ba, ba. Okay. Mostly peaceful. Let me Welcome see. To my mostly peaceful protest. Here's your AR-15. You you pick your ammo up off your enemies. Yes, just like Call of Duty. Now go die for anti-fascism. Okay, so it, it, it I did put in the show notes. Good deal. Um, uh, Apex, I hate. Uh, I hate. I hate news websites. Most of them, how cluttered they are with ads. Well, it's because it's not about it's not about news anymore, bro. No, nope. I mean, we all know that. It's about money, 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 money. I know. What can I get? What can I? What can I write in this one sentence to get people to click so that these forty-five motherfucking ads pop up, and I make thirteen cents each, or three cents each, whatever. Anyway, uh, so right, where is this at? Supposedly. Uh, so I I posted the uh, I posted the link in the Discord, but um, yeah, I didn't. But I'll I'll read this for you guys once I put it into uh, reader mode here, and uh, let me turn the uh, get the is it going to let me? Mm, probably not. If I had to guess, uh, chat, how do I sound? Like, as of right this moment, how do I sound? Tell me in the chat. You sound good. good. 
I'm not Sammy. Your name is not Chad. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. I'm just curious because I set my phone down and it's like a foot away from me. Okay, so uh, for some reason, Streamlabs does not want to uh, display the screen share, which is kind of gay, but it's whatever. Um, anyway, headline from CBS for Denver, uh, shooting during dueling pro- protests in Denver turns deadly. Uh, okay. Uh, Denver police took two suspects into custody after a shooting in downtown Denver on Saturday. The shooting happened as hundreds gathered for two different pro- protests and rallies. Uh, police say one of the suspects is being held in direct connection to the shooting. The second person taken to custody was apprehended for different allegations, police say. Uh, one male was shot. Denver police say that male, that victim died. Officers were staged all over Civic Center Park at the time. The shooting happened in the courtyard of the Denver Art Museum. Scrolling down here, uh, officers flooded the area moments after the shooting. CBS4's Rick Selinger was near the scene. He reports people arguing before the gunfire and a cloud of orange smoke coming from the area right before the shooting. Uh, police say they removed, they recovered a mace canister from the scene. Uh, it's not clear if it was part of the situation. The individuals in custody are described as white males. Well, that's super helpful. Uh... Police officials say it's up to the district attorney to determine whether the male who was allegedly who allegedly shot the gun was doing so in self-defense. And that's the end of the... Wait, no, I lied. Uh, one of the protesters was calling for police reform, while the other group was showing support for the police. Uh... The rally held by the Patriot Mustard Group was ending. Denver police are trying to determine the involvement of the victim or suspects. The, the victim was taken. So from and so from what I've read on Twitter, uh, I guess I guess the guy who shot the um, who shot the other guy was another Antifa. So yet again, and this is just from what I'm reading on Twitter, but another Antifa guy uh, killed a uh, a pro police supporter. Which well, shit, man. You know, I mean, I can't say that I didn't say exactly that was going to start happening. Um, no, me neither. The only thing, and I'm not even going to say that I'm surprised by it, but like my worst case scenario thought was more along the lines of, you know, this every week or like multiple times a week. 
you know the excuse me the the pedophile and the the uh, the shit excuse me the domestic abuser that Kyle Rittenhouse shot in self defense um and all the the poor downtrodden black folk that have been killed by police over <laughs> you know the whole dozen uh that have been killed over the last couple of years or so they uh that shit it's building in the minds of these these radical idealist and i i had a conversation with my friend and i'm really bummed that i didn't record it because i've actually recorded a couple of our conversations without him knowing um and i th- they're not worth saving i just just wanted well you know, he, well figured he the con- figuring the conversation well well he might know now if he's no he won't because he doesn't listen to this show um he, he he'll follow me on versa but he doesn't follow me here because on versa according to him it's it's a Trump circle jerk and he, he just, he finds it so irritating that I would show my face there, even though he knows me as me as a person. And I'm just a character on the internet. Uh, now. Well, what does uh, what, apex the fed? Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what does he think this show is? Or does he doesn't know? I mean, I've, he doesn't know anything about it. I mean, I've told him that I come here every Saturday, but he doesn't, he doesn't, she doesn't come. I don't know. I have no idea. He's he's lazy. But the point. Fuck. I don't even remember what, what the point was now. What it? What did? What a dick he is. It, it's it's not it's it's not bad enough that he thinks that you're a Nazi. He he doesn't even he, <laughs> he doesn't even watch you on the show where you're co-host. What a what a dick. Well, yeah. Whatever. You know. I don't care. I quite I'm, frankly. I'm being facetious. I'm sure he's somewhat of a nice guy. No, but that that's the thing is that's the point that I was trying to make is I was kind of bummed that I didn't because it's the first time I've spoken to him in a, in a couple of weeks and I try to talk to him once a week because he's my oldest friend and we don't normally talk politics uh, as like a rule because we're it's divisive clearly, but we we started on this route and this motherfucker. I let him talk for a long time because I couldn't believe the shit coming out of his mouth. But he passionately was preaching communism to me. He's never he's never come out and said he was anything. He's he said he liked Obama more than he liked Trump, and he you know th- you know sh- arguments like oh, I think Obama was just it was a good dude trying to do the best, but then he got crushed by the fucking system, the racist system. <laughs> <laughs> but he's never like avowed any political party, but I mean, maybe he was just really baked. He could have just been really fucking stoned. Uh, but he just went on this impassioned, uh, like ploy for like his ideals of communism. And when I started to push back, I let him finish talking all these. I mean, it's, it's like South park tropes, dude, the things coming. I, I mean, it sounded like he was going to cry. Maybe again, maybe I'm misremembering, and maybe he was just stoned. But like, he was so ah, like he's got these fantastic ideas in his head. And his biggest problem with Trump, that like most people, is the things that he says. He thinks that words amount to master plans. Like there's secret master plans laced within people's words. Yeah, he is now, and he is now tuned into that. He that's this the one thing that I really wish I had clipped 
uh, or had recorded because not, I mean, I'm not trying to record private conversations with my fucking closest friend in the world. I'm just honestly looking for memes. And this was one of the, one of those things is a real conversation uh, <laughs> moment where, um, uh, man, talking about really stoned. He, uh, shit. What the fuck was I just saying? He, uh, oh yeah. The, uh, the idea that there's a secret language being spoken among white people in particular, and not just white people, but the token blacks, the Larry elders and the, the Thomas fucking souls, uh, of this country and this society. They're all in on it. We have a secret language and we speak in a certain way. And when we say certain things, the whole dog whistle idea, I mean, that's not a new term, but like I've experienced it in real time now with this, with this dude, my friend, my closest friend whom I, Mm. I mean, I would fight to the death for under most circumstances, assuming it wasn't political in in nature. (laughs) I mean, uh, I, I don't know. It's it's it actually really freaked me out, man, because he was expressing how scared he is about the about, quote unquote, my side of the political aisle. And the things that came out of his mouth were things that I've never said or even suggested to him. Like he said some shit like, bro, if like (laughs) I can't quote verbatim, but it like something to the degree of, uh, you know, being on opposite sides and like cutting ties and you know pulling the trigger like i don't know I, again i'm i'm thinking i'm thinking i'm filling in some 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 blanks in my head here but it was like i was so shocked by the things coming out of his mouth like uh again uh, this all stemmed from me just trying to say i i feel like i meme and i shit post and stuff but like it's actually kind of freaking me out i think the biggest thing that can the most important thing that can be preached is understanding and caution. Like that, obviously that's kind of what got us where we are here. Too much of that, too much given credit and given, you know, given slack to the Chinese, to the fucking, you know, (laughs) to the various groups we've given all this, you know, all the slack they could ever want. And then some to hang us with, you know, um, Oh, that is one thing I wanted to ask you real quick. Going back to the debates, uh, I I was because Pence called out Harris and Biden on the Chinese actually, and my my first thought was uh, was yes, he's calling out China. Finally, my second thing is Apex must be really he he must he must have like a he must have a real stiffy right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was I was pleased. I was pleased to hear that. And again, <clears throat> the man was so well spoken. Like, <clears throat> if you, <clears throat> I'm I'm actually holding this in my like fucking six shooter in my holster with my finger on it, waiting for my buddy to fucking talk shit. Uh, because he's he always pulls Obama as the statesman. Just that, like, not the best. He's obviously not the best politician, but he didn't go out of his way to make people crazy. He calmed people down. He spoke uh, in a in a way that resonated with people and and didn't incite whatever. While Pence did exactly that, and maybe even better, um, except he wasn't black and he didn't he didn't say um as many times as I do, or as Obama did for that matter. But 
Obama Obama said uh way way too much for for, for president. Yeah, there's no there's no um politician that makes me squirt save for a Tulsi Gabbard. Well, I mean Scorpio. just saying Scorpio. Scorpio said Pence makes uh Pence makes me squirt and that's just a blatant lie, Scorpio. Listen, there's another blood mood coming. I'm pretty sure it's like it's like the end of existence coming up. I think revelations, bro. So it's another blood moon forest fight. Let's go, let's go. We'll slip Sammy some more fucking what was it? GHB and tequila. And you can sit there and officiate and just 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 hit a bell. Ding ding. Wait, yeah, fuck wait, <laughs> wait, wait. What what did you guy something about GHB? So. So you mean to tell me that that crazy dream that I had the the other night about you guys fighting under Blood Moon that that wasn't a dream that was that was that was like an actual thing that I witnessed. <clears throat> no comment. Okay. Well, uh, you know. Now I really need to hire Alan as private security. Now, Tulsi I, gun grabber? I don't think so. Um, she carries a gun as part of one of her jobs. And, I don't know if she actually carries a gun. And Kevin, I, I, I see your comment about the about the Colorado uh, about them having about DIA. One of the reasons I bring up Colorado is because, as a long time listeners know, I grew up there. I'm a, I'm a Colorado native and people people always ask you oh why did you uh why did you leave colorado and move to florida because of this shit right now i i within my lifetime folks colorado has gone from a red state to a purple state oh and now it's full-on blue and oh, uh, see, now chat, chat's fucking enlightening me here. I was not aware that uh, Tulsi was a, that Tulsi's promoted gun control. Well, I mean, which, I mean, that's pretty ambiguous. That's from Evil Eric, the gayest man in all of the world in the chat there. Uh, hi, Eric. It's the, a little late for you, isn't it, old man? The, the, the gayest, <laughs> the gayest straight. <laughs> The gayest straight man, the gayest straight man in all of the world. <laughs> right, right behind Johnny Arcade. So, literally, right behind Johnny Arcade. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Um. So, did you see James O'Keefe? Uh, okay, I'm sorry. This that's a hard shift. Where were we at? Uh, where were we at? No, I, I don't I, want to shift. I, I, I was getting ready to transition to that. I was I was just going to say that Colorado, I mean, I feel sorry for my my friends who are strolling back there, but I mean, I'm not surprised that it's become another, uh, that it's become another, uh, you know, Antifa hellhole. That's all I'll say. Because you guys voted straight Democrat for the last you know, a couple of election <clears throat> cycles. So look at what happened. Um, so, um, 
I'm cleaning I'm cleaning water off of my laptop right now because I just had to mute oh shit I just had to mute myself because I spit water all over my laptop when evil Eric in the chat said that because <laughs> Alan was like I'm gay uh, Eric's gay Eric said that he's not only gay but insightful like a thoughtful or like a thought of the day calendar <laughs> Gay and insightful, like a thought of the day calendar. That's that's comedy, bro. It's good. It's good stuff. You know what? Sorry. You know what isn't gay though is Evil Eric's uh, artwork, which is uh, which some of it is being featured in the upcoming Whitfield's Report store, which I should be launching tomorrow. Uh, you so... know, what it, you know, it is gay though is Evil Eric's calves. No straight man has calves like that. Yeah, that yeah, that's that that is that is gay, and, gay, and, and 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 his beard. No straight man has a has a beard that is that uh well well quaffed. If that's still a word, right? Yeah, you can't say artwork and not imply not imply some some level of homosexuality. Gayness, rather. Uh, now what are we doing? Uh, Johnny, uh, Johnny says this whole stream is a homosexual honeypot. <laughs> well, yeah. Apex the Fed. Abort! Abort! Well, I mean, I mean, well, I mean, that's because you're, that's because you're, you're her. Your hair here, Johnny. And I want to, I want to have it any other way. But uh, anyway, yeah. So speaking of gays, Colorado is is run by by a literal uh, homo. Uh, so, um, okay. Continue. Tell me more, Sam. Well, uh, that that's what I can say. Jared Polis, the, the governor, is a literal flaming <laughs> gay face. is a is a literal flaming gay leftist. And uh you know, he's he's uh you know, he, he's he's pretty effeminate when it comes to dealing with Antifa. So that's uh you know, that's not good. But anyway, speaking of something that isn't gay and that isn't like homosexual gay, but gay on the internet, uh, Joe Rogan is has now decided oh to uh, call it James O'Keefe, and James O'Keefe being the uh, the uh, Irishman he is, the base, the base fucking Chad that he is. Yeah, the, the, the base, base news Chad that he is. The base news Chad Irishman uh, is now striking back against Rogan, which I have to admit, I'm usually a fan of Joe Rogan, but I'm starting to think that that Spotify ideal wasn't so good after all. Um, no, I agree. Um, I mean, he's constant controversy. Um with Spotify employees going on strike and those certain episodes still aren't up as far as I understand. But then he was talking about, he did say he was going to keep his favorite hundred episodes on YouTube only. 
Um, you know, so there's there's still a lot of ambiguity there, but yeah, no, it. it uh, I mean, listen, Joe Rogan is a fucking idiot. He's not that smart. He stumbled ass fucking backwards into the biggest podcasting business the world has ever seen, and he has said that so many times. Yeah, and I don't, I don't hate Joe Rogan, but I don't really like Joe Rogan. Like, I mean. I like him as far as the guests that he has, mostly, you know what I mean? And depending on how he behaves for the first 30 minutes, I'll listen to most of it. I can't usually listen to a three-hour fucking podcast, no matter who it is. I can barely do two hours with you, Sam, and I'm listening to myself talk. (laughs) But, but, um, yeah, man, I don't know, like... I think that he's misinformed. I think he's just like so many other smart people that, you know, just follow the wrong thread. Because this is something I've I've said out loud and on the internet recently, that it's it's virtually impossible to do independent research on any major topic anymore. Like on anything that matters, because... Almost no matter what it is, there is reputable sources citing the opposite. Opposites. Like there's literal opposite conclusions from reputable sources, be it climate change, be it fucking systemic racism, uh, which, I mean, you guys, we all know how I feel about that. But the point, though, that's why shit's so fucking, everything is so chopped up and, you know, I don't know, man, It's, it's really difficult. I mean, maybe I'm just retarded, but uh, Fed talks about research. I, 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 I will say this. I, I, I still like Rogan as far as host, <laughs> as far as like his hosting style goes and whatnot. Uh, and the fact it's like more of like an open conversation type thing as opposed to a strict like talk radio uh, you know, 15 minutes talking time, cut to commercial. You know, like, he, in stylistically, like, I've definitely taken some cues from him as far as I host my show. And, I mean, I'm not opposed to talking to people with opposing, you know, viewpoints. But, I mean, I definitely... I definitely think that that, that, he, that he's not, you know, he makes good points, but he's, you know, he, he is, he even admits he's kind of a moron. So. He can make good points, and he has made good points, but that that's kind of my thing. Like, listen, it's, it's what I call the Isaleb Lolkow syndrome, dude. Like, they're all the same inevitable result. They're just varying degrees of it. They will all end up in the same place in some version of a hug box. Um, you know, uh, going against everything that got them where they are or most of the things that got them where they are. And, uh, you know, eventually being laughed at by you know, abandoned by their base and laughed at by most of the internet that, that comes across them. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, Owen just hit the fucking accelerator. He he said, fuck all the bullshit. I'm going straight to the money. 
I'm not going to build a brand. <laughs> I have a brand. Uh, you know, he thought, you know, again, we, we could, we could talk about that forever, which we have, but. Well, and I mean, yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he's a, he's a good, good example. I, I will say this though, too, in some cases, your, your base can be, in some cases it can be good to get a new base. Like when I, when I first started podcasting a long ass time ago, my, uh, you know, my thing was mainly doing like, you know, right wing normie political talking points. Right. And then, you know, as I got older and started to, you know, actually do some, do some more research, you know, I found out that, Oh, you know, the world isn't so black and white. Uh, you know, and then what really what what really woke me up was uh, when I when I made the statement back in 2015 on the show that I would vote for whoever the Republican candidate was, even if it was Donald Trump. And then when they find when Trump did get the nomination, I stuck by that, and a lot of people in my audience at that time went never Trump. So. I was let go from some of the quote-unquote young conservative podcast networks that I was on and uh, decided to, to do my own thing. So it doesn't... So sometimes striking out on your own can be good, I guess. Um, well, no, damn. We're talking about two different things, though, dude. Like, like that's the, that's the crux of the whole Owen arc for me. Uh, is like I absolutely understand that in many of the tactics that Owen has employed, but none of them have been genuine and they've all been so rapid fucking fire because he's an idiot and he can't, he just, again, he's after one thing, money and influence. That's what he wants. So he's, he used what little influence and connections he had, the Crowders, the fucking, uh, and everything else to learn, you know, conservative Christians, fucking boomers, don't talk shit about the Jews, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And that's what he did for a hot minute. And then the whole gummy thing and Nimmer imploded in his face and he got abandoned by the people that led him to where he was. So he was like, okay, well, fuck, fuck everybody else. I've got all the tools I need. And he went, fuck, he put that pedal to the floor. And he went from flat earth to the moon's fake and turpentine and all the fucking everything, every goddamn thing else in between. Uh, and, I mean, that train's going to come off the tracks like we called it years ago. I mean, we, the DZ called it before I ever even was, a, you know, a twinkle in Gabe's eye. Because <laughs> uh... Gabe's the father of the DZ now all of a sudden. That's, that was the, that joke. But anyway. Uh, but long before that, everyone knew that this the, the Owen train was coming off the tracks eventually, and it will, it will, um, and it's product of his own design. And it's again, every e celeb is the same, from Stefan Molyneux to uh, fucking Ben Shapiro. I mean, maybe not Ben Shapiro because depending on how insulated they are. <clears throat> well, well, I'll tell, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what Ben, what Ben Shapiro's. What Ben Shapiro's deal, deal is, and this is coming from someone who used to admire 
and he, he used he used to work for uh Andrew Breitbart who I will say this uh I mean as far as no one is perfect but as far as as far as uh you know commentators go Andrew Breitbart the man himself I mean I I I revere him pretty much and uh I mean he really he really in my opinion Andrew Breitbart was more of the model for like what the internet uh what internet journalism should be and Bro, it's amazing what killing a man actually does in this day and age doesn't it because it wasn't that long ago then Andrew Breitbart was fucking kicking doors down journalistically speaking like you said on as far as the internet goes I mean, there's nobody that's done it uh, the same or more aggressively, you know? And, I mean, uh, what was that fucking, um, that reporter who, uh, like, his last messages to his family was like, hey, if I go missing, something happened to me because I've got a big story. And then his car just, like, blew up in LA just like blew up going down the fucking highway and ran into a tree. Who the fuck was that? It was a big name. Oh, that, um, Oh, I know. I know who you're talking about. That was the guy who gave, yeah. that was the guy who gave Joe Biggs his star. So, um, yeah, well, either way, like, I mean, it was, that wasn't that long ago. Neither one of those things were that long ago. And already people like, and, what oh man it's i don't know it's amazing here here's what i'm trying to say though about about ben is i've is for a while i gave i gave shapiro the benefit of the doubt because he was supposed to be breitbart's protege andrewman said so when he was alive but after after breitbart died someone from conservative inc uh Oh, baby. Gave gave Ben a whole a whole bunch of money to start the Daily Wire, and uh, you know, I guess Ben turned not necessarily to the dark side, but to the to the money now, side. I guess. Now, 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 now listen. I I didn't. I did not. I did not have Andrew Breitbart killed. But but now I may have. I may have. I may have provided information. Um, in, in accordance with the deal for for the Daily Wire, um, to to you know make sure that Breitbart does not live anymore, in a, you know, in, a, in accordance with my religion. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm a. My name is Ben Shapiro. That was that was that was pretty that was pretty damn good. Not not nearly not nearly <laughs> not nearly fast enough. I I will I will say this because a couple of people asked me this. Yes. He really does talk fast to the point where he talks faster than I, than most people think, or at least than, or at least he talked faster than I thought at 17, which was when I interviewed him. But, uh, anyway, speaking of Andrew Breitbart's real protege, going back to, uh, Joe Rogan here, um, James O'Keefe is now in a 
beef with uh, Joe Rogan, so I have the clip pulled up. Uh, Apex, I don't know if you'll be able to hear this, but uh, I've... yeah, yeah, just go ahead. I, I, I just, I just watched it. Um, actually, I watched the first half of it again today. I watched it when it came out, and then I'm in prep for this just a little bit ago. So you're, you're good. Go ahead. Okay. So for those for those of you who haven't seen it, and I I saw the beginning of it, but I didn't have a chance to watch the whole thing. Here is uh, here is Joe Rogan versus versus James O'Keefe, or vice versa. This should be interesting. Recently, Joe Rogan criticized myself and Project Veritas, and I'd like to respond. First, it seems Joe Rogan struggles to remember my name. The guy, uh, what the fuck is his name? That guy that's always uh, doing the undercover shit, uh, the Veritas stuff, uh, you know, that that guy, um, um, Project it's Veritas. It's interesting because previously he did not struggle to remember my name. There's uh, this all Project Veritas is this guy, James O'Keefe, um, the O'Keefe podcast, okay. the Project Veritas guy. Yeah. And there's been videos of, what is that, Project Veritas? That guy uh, got his employees got undercover footage of Twitter employees talking about that kind of stuff. So it's just interesting to me, but let's move on. Rogan seems to doubt the veracity of the ballot video with the guy with all the ballots in his car, Lebon, but doesn't seem to doubt the veracity of the Twitter shadow banning videotapes that we obtained in 2018. Listen to this. James yeah, O'Keefe. James O'Keefe. He's got a new one now. About Ilhan Omar. The ballots in the yeah, car. Yeah, the ballots in the car. And he's got these guys saying, look at all these ballots. Look at all these ballots. But you got to go with that guy. You got to go, okay. Then he also catches shit that's real. Yes. Like he caught those people on Twitter. The, yes. the, the, the Twitter executives talking about how they shadow ban people. Yeah. How does how does the Twitter video, and by the way, he's referring to Abhinav Vidrevu, this clip right here. One strategy is to shadow ban so that you have ultimate control. The idea of a shadow ban is that you ban someone but they don't know they've been banned because they keep posting but no one sees their content. So that's the Twitter shadow banning clip, but Rogan goes meh when it pertains to this Snapchat video of Lebon in his car. Again, he posted it to his Snapchat in early July, it's a real actual videotape recorded by Lebon himself. wasn't recorded by It wasn't obtained through the elements of pretense or deception. It was actually a more pure form of obtaining the information than undercover subterfuge. So why is it that the Twitter video you like, Joe Rogan, but the Snapchat video recorded by Levon you don't like? Explain to me why one is different than the other. They're both incontrovertible video evidence. Is it because you think there's more merit in exposing bias at Twitter? That there's less merit in exposing... Uh, corruption or illegalities as it pertains to ballot harvesting, that doesn't make sense to me. Then Joe Rogan says this. So it's like whenever someone can't be straight with you and they have little tricks and they have stunts. The ballot harvesting in the car was not obtained through a stunt or a trick or a device or any deceit or undercover reporting like we did with the Twitter investigation when we set up a fake jobs box account and did a human resources sting to obtain the meeting with Abhinav Bedrevu. The, the, the videotape in the car with Levon was obtained from his Snapchat account. No tricks, no devices, yet you're talking to me about tricks. How does that work?
Then Rogan seems to ask how the media perceives this Minnesota ballot harvesting investigation. What is the general consensus? Like, how is the media treating this Ilhan Omar thing? When I looked today, because I saw it yesterday, the initial response I saw was uh, was probably more, more from, like, liberal sides for being like, this is just to uh, fog the con- uh, conversation because of all the tax stuff that just came out. Well, if you read the article carefully and you can see the text in the article, they didn't actually certify that we did this uh, to coincide with the Sunday New York Times uh, tax article. They just assumed that we did. In fact, we made the decision to release the Minnesota ballot harvesting investigation prior, and we have evidence of that, and the New York Times just speculated. So that's the first thing. But the second thing is when we ask about what the mainstream media thinks about what we do, we're kind of feeding into the very thing that we're fighting, aren't we? Now, the New York Times has come out with this ridiculous headline. It was a, quote, disinformation campaign. You could see the graphic right here, disinformation campaign. And the evidence the New York Times uses to claim it's a disinformation campaign, that we did a media embargo with social media influencers like the MyPillow guy, Mike Lindell, ahead of time. It is for that reason, I met with a guy who has a huge audience, that they claim that these tapes of all these ballot harvesters doing this illegal stuff is disinformation. They're justifying an embargo as disinformation. That, Joe Rogan, is how the media is responding. And that is precisely why we can't trust the media or sit on the sidelines and complain or wait for our media brothers and sisters to tell us the information that we should be consuming. And Joe Rogan, this New York Times disinformation headline was recycled. It was recycled by by uh, local TV in Minnesota. But all of this fits the Project Veritas MO, according to Stanford researchers, who say it appears to be a coordinated disinformation campaign. Recycled by Vox, it was recycled by Salon, it was recycled by MSNBC and many others. Mm, Indeed. And then young Jamie, the producer, says that uh, maybe we should take this with a grain of salt due to my history. And that, like take this with a grain of salt because of his history yeah but it takes but time to, yeah, so. it takes time to get gather up that kind of information right. i don't buy that it's just when the tax stuff came out well i'm glad you don't buy that because our timing was completely coincidental and we decided the day before but but you have to understand that all of these media apparatus or what your friend eric weinstein referred to as the disc the distributed idea suppression complex does not allow the information to break through whatever the abc news function is that stopped that stopped that story from running that might have saved people from having terrible incidents in their lives. I don't know. Whatever that thing was, is my enemy. That's the disc. And we have to slip the disc in order to save our society. That's basically my take. No major media institution reported on that cash transaction. The New York Times edited out of their article the cash transaction in exchange for the voter registration form that you see right here. They just doctored that out of the article because it was too manifestly damning. So they lied by omission. They didn't include the fact that having more than three ballots was a state was a violation of state law. They didn't include USC 10307. Okay, so I'm not done with the clip. I'm gonna keep playing here, but basically what I'm what I'm gonna it it seems like once again Rogan is more or less, like, I don't even want to say sitting on the fence, but he just kind of seems oblivious to what's going on. Like, he's he's trying to report on what the facts are without actually knowing what the facts 
No, I, I think I actually think that Indeed this are. is a fatal. I think that this is a fatal flaw to the Joe Rogan experience ideal. It's lasted for a long time and it's got huge. And he's been, I mean, the pressure's been building on him for in various fields for mostly unnecessary reasons. You know, everyone I think listening to this would agree. But Joe Rogan is a very conscientious and empathetic person. And I mean, for the first time ever, he issued an apology recently about, you know, whatever those the wildfires being started. Um I'll leave that still. Fuck you, yeah. Scorpio. Uh no, um, but um <laughs> sorry I got distracted. <laughs> um what were we talking about? We're we're talking uh, we're talking about Rogan and something. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, no. That's right. No, I was just saying that. I like. I think it's a the, like. This is going to be the the kill shot for for Rogan, um, or not. I mean, maybe not. Maybe he's quote too big to fail. Um, but he uh, he he doesn't read comments. He doesn't look into a lot of things. He's said that for years now. He advi- I mean, he advised fucking Owen to not, like, to stop reading comments. Stop replying to shit, dude. Well, Stay the fuck off. Well, oh, yeah. I'm sitting in front of my computer, Eric. Thank you. In, Which is not in front of my toilet. But Yeah, a- Apex, Apex is not, Apex is not near eye, Eric. And, and you, and you know that only near eye can get away with sitting on, on the toilet and, and streaming. Um, well, no, my no, my point though is that I, like he uh, he's he's being portrayed as this news source, which he's not. But it, he says it over and over and over and over again. I just talk to people and I give my opinions on them, which is why people like it. Uh, but. Well, I say, I mean, maybe I maybe I worded that wrong. It's it's not a kill shot for for Rogan because I, I really do think that he's kind of insulated at this point. You know, besides his fuck you money, he doesn't have to do his podcast anymore. He can just disappear, which is fine with me. But either way, either way, if he stays or if he goes, like this little angle that has been used against him, and it has been, it's been ratcheted up over the last couple of years. Um, if he tries to play that game, though, if he tries to play that, oh shit, you know what? I am huge now. I just made a hundred million dollars. There's fucking, you know, hundreds of there's billions of people that listen to this every year. Um, and he starts feeling the pressure to like be a responsible journalist, even though he's not, uh, and and stop doing what he's always done. That's what that's what I meant will be the kill shot. He's gonna try to scramble and and cover his ass and make apologies for things that he said were incorrect instead of putting a disclaimer at the fucking front of his videos this is opinion this is you know jokes and hyperbole fucking this is just a conversation yeah but then that would also, that would that would take away from the Graham Hancocks and the fucking um you know the the legitimate scientists that are that are doing work that are being subverted by the mainstream science community you know, there's a lot of that going on too. But there's also fucking oh, dude, I don't know. He also has Duncan Trussell on look, wearing fucking face suits and shit all the time. So look, I I don't know. Look, here's the thing about this whole podcasting thing as someone who has been 
uh, you know, doing it for a long and, and yeah, and yeah. Don't you fucking don't you flex your fucking privilege on me, Sammy? And, and already got the wheelchair. And yeah, and yes, I can I can all I can already hear. Oh well, 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 you're not as big as you're not as big as Owen, and where you don't even have a thousand subscribers yet on on YouTube. So what what? Yeah, I I hear all of that, but I've been doing it for. 14 year I've been doing it since I was 14 since two that since 2008 and, and one one thing I can tell you is that when I started to to do this I did it because I enjoyed talking about stuff uh, and also because I when I was a teenager the Obama administration had when when I began the podcast, it was during uh, Obama's first hope and change, you know, during that initial campaign uh, rally, and I I thought it would be funny just to kind of, you know, be the Republican candidate and kind of just just because I was a contrarian at that time, right? And it did trigger people for the right reason, but um, you know, as I started to I mean, I've always loved doing podcasting and rate and radio. So as I started to grow it, I started to want to monetize this thing. So when I got the opportunity to monetize two years ago with Anchor, who is now owned by Spotify, I, I took it. And I will be honest that um, they've been great because. I mean, I've been able to be monetized a little bit, but also, um, Spotify did help me out with the whole with the whole bear thing because around the time when the gummies happened, um, around around the time the around the time the gummies happened, uh, the bears were also trying to. to uh, take this podcast off of iTunes and everything else. Um, so, Scorpio says I sold out. Um, well, no. Scorpio, I was just gonna see. I, 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 go ahead. Scorpio is being sarcastic. I, 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 I of think. course he is. Of course he is. And the dude still fucking mugs with Teddy Spaghetti's face on it. Come on, Scorpio. I, I I did sell out, but I listen. I sold out to the Gamma Secret Kings. I sold out to you. That's what you don't realize. Is I I sold out to I sold out to be to be a Gamma dude. I I you sold out to D, you sold out to DZ to be a to be a GK. I I could have shame on you. I look. I could have taken. I had an opportunity to take. Uh, turning point money at one point. Um, there wasn't anything set in con- concrete, but I talked to people at some points, and it it just didn't work out. So, I guess what I'm trying to say is, when people say that Rogan sold out just because of the money, maybe. But I mean, I'd also like to think that he still podcast somewhat because he still likes it. I mean, I don't know. I haven't made 
this podcast. No, no, no. He clearly listen. He clearly fucking does because he's been talking about fuck you money for five years now. And I mean, he did just sign a hundred million dollar deal. I don't know what the clauses are or like what the stipulations of that contract are. How many podcasts he has to do? I mean, he may only have to upload one a month. Um, he may not have to upload any. It may, it may have just been a, a deal that says any podcast that you upload from 2021, you know, January 2021 forward, go on Spotify. And he could just say, eh, okay, well, I'm done podcasting, man. But I, I think he could have done that a long time ago, quite frankly. But he seems to, enjoy, he does seem to enjoy doing it. Here. Again, which is why I think people gravitate to it. So here's my question, and this is kind of the point that I that I'm trying to get to with this is okay, if if someone gave you a if someone said you can do your podcast however you want, you have carte blanche to do whatever you want, and we're gonna pay you a million dollars or you know, we're gonna pay you a huge sum of money, would you or would you not take that? You know? Being honest, or what, even if podcasting isn't your thing, um, even if podcasting isn't your thing, because I know that like guitar is more your thing or videos. <clears throat> Let's say that someone gave you a shit ton of money for your Owen or for any videos you made. I mean, okay, well, like if <sighs> I know, I don't know how far that analogy extends because if like if if someone gave me a million dollars to just make the music that I wanted to make. Of course I would take that. But if, you know, if I uh, found myself in, in a position where like I was making music and that music got popular and the only way to continue making it was to, you know, sign a deal with the devil, then I don't know. I don't think I would do it. Like, well, well, you know, right. I mean, to be to be saved, to be like to be pulled out of a lifeboat, you know, paddling to save your life, doing something. Well, that's, maybe that's not a good analogy, but like you've been podcasting for a long time because you enjoy doing it. You enjoy talking to people. I've played guitar for a long time because it, it's something I enjoy. It it feels I enjoy doing it, and I, I'm not great at it, certainly compared to what you can find on the internet now. Right. But, uh, I I enjoy it, and it's something that. It, it flows out of me. And if someone offered me money to do that, like without, without like, like a blank check kind of idea. Um, yeah. I mean, I probably would take it. Hold on. Hold on. Sorry. I got to mute for a sec. Now, with that being said, this is my other point. If someone, if someone offered me a ton of money to do the podcast, but wanted me to change like my whole thing completely, like wanted to dictate what I could talk about and limit my, you know, guests and whatnot, then I would, uh, then I would change, you know, I, I, or I wouldn't say I would change, but then I would say no, uh, you know, depending on how much, if they wanted me to change completely, I, I, I'd say no. Um, so, in regards to this whole thing of Rogan is just in it for the money, I, 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 I'm not sure about that. That's that's kind of my conclusion. I and I've talked about that before with the Spotify 
deal. Uh, by the way, it just occurred to me that, uh, let's see, do we have any super chats? Oh, Sawson, I guess, subscribed. That, that's, that's weird though. I just pulled that up and that was like from almost 15 days ago, but that alert just popped up when I turned on the alerts. So. Well, you had an update, so maybe, uh, maybe there's something going on there. But, uh. Toss it on brew, my fuss. Yeah, hail, hail brew. Hail so, Brew, Hail Saucer. Hail Brew, Hail Saucer. Hail Josh. Um, so he's he's in the chat. Um, no, no, he's eating his dinner now. He said, "Stay American." But much love to old Mister Rogers. Let's see. Uh, I mean, Kevin, I, Kevin, I would never, I would never join Soros. Well, but that, but that's, I mean, Kevin makes a good point. Like, what were you asking me that, that I was, I kind of got lost because some shit happened here at home. Uh, but like, if like, yeah, okay. Someone offers you a million dollars to do something you enjoy. What are the stipulations of doing that? Do I have to write this? Do I have to write a certain kind of music? Do I have to write? I mean, okay, maybe a certain number of songs or a certain number of uh, jokes or, uh, you know, a certain number of videos or podcasts or whatever uh, per month or per year. Like, yeah, that, that would make sense. But yeah, that would make sense. Who I could, like, what, what, uh, <laughs> what hurts can my music be at? Like, what, what keys can I play in? what songs can I cover or what songs can I parody? You know what I mean? Like that, that's where I would, you know, the fine print. I can't say that I would, I can't say that it would take a million dollars, you know, for anything. Um, I mean, I I can actually, no, I can't, I can absolutely say that there's a a lot of things that it wouldn't take a million dollars for. Not in, involving involving things that I are, am passionate about and would want to make a career out of. Me either. Let's Will see. you change your format to a pro AOC boobies podcast for five dollars? <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, uh, thank you for the donation, you Scorpio. Uh, I mean, I've never said I'm anti AOC boobies. Just that Tulsi has a better face. Um, as far no, as no, no, no. You said you said you were anti AOC boobies. You've done fucking burned your whole house of cards down, bro. AOC's got the bigger tits. She just she's just commie and got a kind of a fucked up face. <laughs> oh, Tulsi's objectively better looking and politically, but you know you want to talk about boobies, Sam. You can't be so biased. Yeah, well, I, I, uh, well, I mean, there, there are, there are, there are certain, uh, Insta models I could promote that, uh, are better than both of them, but we're not, we're not Please gonna, don't. we're not, yeah, we're not, we're Please not, don't. we're not gonna go there, so I don't, I don't need, I don't need the, in, 
I don't need the insta house uh trying to break down my well, at least not negatively. Let, oh, me, yeah, that, let, me, let me that, say that's exactly that's exactly what you don't want, Sam. That's exactly why you don't want to bring that up. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> where are we at now? Uh, see, <laughs> and see, folks, that that's what this show has turned into. A semi-serious political show mixed with uh, comedy and spontaneous comments and, you know, just just like 2020, the Whitfield Report is a chaotic mess. You don't know what you're going to get. could be anything at any time. Uh, so, you know, we're still watching the uh, Keith video, so... Okay, go ahead. Rogan is... Proving he's clueless. Uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. And um, but I mean, to answer to answer Kevin's question real quick in regards to how much uh, Soros would have to pay me. Hmm, that depends because if Soros controlled my content and had say, obvious, obviously, I wouldn't take it, but. But here's the thing. If Soros got to the point where he was so senile, which he's getting there, to where he just offered me money, I would take his money, and then I would spend that money to expose uh, everything that he that he's done. You've fallen right into it, Sammy. It's called the honeypot, my friend. <clears throat> Well, you know this, how many people have probably you know how many people have probably thought that about that fucking vampire? Well, this is well, this is com- Jeffrey Epstein. Well, this is completely hy- now. This is completely hypothetical. Oh sure, but I can't imagine a hypothetical in which I would take money from George Soros to do anything. It's kind of I mean, on the surface, I don't see how that's like. <laughs> I don't see how that's that's tenable. Oh, oh, me. But, me either. I, I would. I mean, well, you just said you, you did. You just made. You just made a connection. And I mean, it's a, it was a loose and very like fantastical connection or like a hypothesis. But I just like I think that's the kind of mindset that the people that fall into these traps have. Like, oh yeah, I'll, you know what? I'll take this money and I'll expose these fucking people. That's what I'll do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure you will, buddy. Sure you will. Yeah, who, who, I, I'm just, I'm just saying, if I had, if I took Soros's money, which I wouldn't, but if I did, of course, no, of course. I mean, I'm again, I'm just, you know, I told you, bro, it's gonna be a shit show tonight. You said it right off, right off the fucking hip. Thank you. Well, Welcome to the shit show, folks. Well, it's it's twenty, it's twenty twenty, dude. This whole entire. This whole entire year has been one long October surprise. Boom, got the title. You know, that's another thing. I'm I'm gonna complain about this real quick to you in the chat. Please do. I'm so fucking sick. I am so fucking sick of people blaming the year or like not blaming the year, but like oh, 2020 is gonna be 2020 is gonna be so much better. You guys, 2020. I can't wait for fucking 2021. An arbitrary date on a calendar made up by 
uh, what was it? The, the Gregorian calendar, a fucking Catholic priest, you know, several hundred years ago or thousand, whatever. I don't know. At least a thousand, maybe somewhere in there. An arbitrary date. Oh, the start of the new year. That next year's going to be better. Next year, 2020, 2021, 2030. Fucking like, I mean, uh, it makes me very, uh, not, I don't want to say angry, but it like makes my skin crawl a little bit because <laughs> it's such a fucking, it's such an arbitrary measurement, dude. Like, spring summer fall this spring sucks man this summer sucks this this winter sucks those are those make sense but like the year as a whole uh, i mean i don't know i feel like you hear it every year i hear it every year and every year it's the worst year you've ever fucking heard and this is in fact the worst year of, of certainly of my generation or i mean fuck the the people that fought in vietnam in world war ii are like son I don't know how you're going to fucking, I don't know. I feel sorry for you, buddy. Like, you know, these poor old vets that, you know, watch their friends die in the mud and killed little Asians for no reason. Um, they're like, yeah, I've never seen the world so fucked up, dude. You know, you guys are fucked. So, like, yeah, I mean, it's fair to say 2020 is a pretty fucked up year. But I'm just really sick of people using that, like, frame like this, you know what we should do? This generation and this generation's parents are so fucked up. I'm so sick of this generation and this generation's parents and the generation before them and, and before that. You know what I'm sick of? I'm sick of the bankers and the the people that claim to be white only when it's convenient. Uh, <clears throat> cough, cough, uh, sorry. <laughs> And not gonna, uh, I'm not gonna go there. And the and the YouTube stream just started glitching as soon as you. No, it didn't. No, it fucking didn't. Because I didn't even. I didn't even go there. I you, didn't even talk about the the secret of the Jews, the the the, the best Ninja Turtles movie. Ha <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Well, I I will say this: the fact that people think that this COVID thing is going to be over and. Post election, that's what makes me, uh, that's what makes me laugh is the fact that people think that this pandemic is going to be over. So, well, it will have to be, and it may come through violent, uh, uprising in various forms, which I mean, it's, it's, you know. You know what do you, what do you want to call it? Like um, cardboard cutouts of that is happening already, but the backlash to that, the actual, excuse me, uprising, is going to happen. It's going to happen. I mean, I mean, if it keeps going the way that it's going, you know, I don't. I mean, I'm I'm not a sage. I have no fucking idea what the future holds, man. But it does freak me out how polarized people are smart people that are like, no, 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 fuck the left, fuck the left. I will fucking murder you. If you step on my property, like, wait a minute, what does that mean? What does left mean? What does left mean? Well, if you fucking smoke weed, I'm going to fucking kill you on sight. Oh, well, okay. Well, I'm dead. Even though I believe 
almost everything you believe other than I can put in my body what I feel like I should be able to put into my body, which is kind of a leftist, a traditionally leftist ideal. Let people do what they want to their own bodies as long as they're not hurting anybody else. You, you know what I mean? You know, you know what else? So, you know what else used to be a left oh, kind of a liberal idea? Free speech. And now it's not. No, that's true. And that's I think that's another weird thing. It's like the the pendulum is like at the um we'll we'll say the, we'll say the apex uh of swinging back you know in a, another the other direction in varying degrees because you know there's there was always talk of the swap you know it's it's been touted for a long time about how yeah democrats used to yeah of course the democrats were the founding kkk and jim crow and all of the most racist shit that this country's ever endured um but but the party swapped ideals along the way. And right now, right now, in 2020, that argument actually makes sense. Like, there's some merit in my mind to that argument because mm. I feel like we're watching it. We have been watching exactly that happen the other direction. Things like free speech and sovereignty and private property uh, and, like, People should be able to say whatever they want and think whatever they want and believe whatever the fuck they want as long as they're not hurting anybody. No, 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 no. You can't think this. You can't say that. You can't be this fucking skin color unless you get on your motherfucking knees and apologize for it because yeah. reasons. You know what I mean? So we're because we're in the middle of it, everyone is so fucking confused. I should not, not everyone, but so many people are so confused because like we've all grown up uh anybody my age your age even the kids uh, well maybe not depending on their age of course um i mean i definitely grew up the republican party in the satanic panic trying to ban music ban slayer um fucking ban metallica and shit like that like no you like it was it was the conservatives and the republicans that did that shit well the liberals were like no 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 you should be able to listen to whatever you want we should be able to teach these kids uh you, you know that starts in the home and literally that is the opposite now but uh, again i think it's in it's in a, a form of indoctrination i guess or brainwashing or you know all of the above but it's it's very it's frustrating and it's really funny i'm I, listen it's really funny most of the time uh but too many people that i care about <laughs> care about future like i care about their future like are are in this like on this wavelength that like i don't know how to bring them out of and i i at this point i don't try i don't really try anymore which leads to separation of communication in general because then you know all they want to talk about because they're so fucking wound up in their current mindset in this current atmosphere they're fighting against this you know what I perceive as a shift of ideals from party to party. Oh, super back chat. To where they were. Oh, go ahead. Uh, okay. Kevin donated five dollars. Let me let me reply that. I missed it. Uh, oh no no message. Um, just thanks. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Kevin. That's awesome. Thanks, Kevin. Kevin. Holy fuck! He just tipped another five dollars. No, that was me. That was me replying. 
I think that was me replaying that. So. Oh man, I got excited. My like, Kevin's fucking rolling. <laughs> but I still love Kevin. I I I appreciate that. Um, and Storm Wrenches is right. The swap. I, I mean, the, the swap never really, really happens. Uh, I mean, the the love the Dems did start the, the KKK and. Yeah, but that's the perception, and it does. I mean. Again, for like for my generation, I could I can see that painting or at least the frame of it now as I'm as what I could perceive the pendulum swinging back the other way. What it could be, and what I would imagine Storm of Wrenches is is highlighting here is that not only did the pendulum the ideas never switched, but now the mask is fucking like falling, not just falling off, but it is ev- ev- evaporating off of the. Democrat, they've they've tried to take all the things that the Republican Party did right and subvert them um, through various means over the last couple hundred years, and now that's falling apart. And I mean, again, this is a hypothesis. I'm just speculating as to what I could what what storm rights. But uh, okay. Oh man, there's too many things happening around me. Hold on, hold on. Talk, well, Sam. Sorry. Well, well, we'll continue to play this uh, Project Veritas video while Apex is handling the gray bees, the gray kitten babies, which I think is what's going on. <laughs> gray bees, that's exactly right. I, 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 I watch your videos, Apex, so I know, I know they're called gray bees. So, uh. Seriously though, Apex's cat videos are fucking adorable. All right, so Rogan believes that the Minnesota ballots that uh, O'Keefe exposed are fake, and uh, so let's continue on. He says that it's a felony, a federal felony, to pay someone in exchange for their future ballot. They didn't include that information, and then we sit around waiting for the media to do something about it. Well, guess what, Joe Rogan? We are the media, not them. We are the ones that they now have to respond to. And if we don't do the work, nobody will do the work. Because anybody who does the work is viciously and savagely attacked by people who buy ink by the barrel. And people want to drink out of that poison chalice. They want to be praised and liked by the New York Times so they don't do this work. So it's up to us. So when you ask questions like... What is the general consensus? Like, how is the media treating this Ilhan Omar thing? When you ask questions like this, you are feeding into the very thing that you're ostensibly fighting. That's what you're doing. So don't ask those questions. Ask about the incontrovertible videotaped evidence that we have. If you want to say that it's fake or staged, then say that. Don't infer it or insinuate it. Go out and say it. Because I can tell you, I swear to God... And I'd swear under oath that the footage that you see here is real. If that's not real, right. and this turns out to be bullshit, there should be a punishment for that. Absolutely. So here's the thing. Um, a lot of people have wanted to punish us for supposedly publishing things that are not real or false or fake or defamatory. And they've sued us. And Joe, we have won every single lawsuit Project Veritas has litigated. We have not only won the lawsuits, but in many cases... They've paid us after we've won, like this guy in his law firm, uh, Steve Wentz, who is a 
union president in Kansas. We recorded him in a bar saying this. You really think I'm a motherfucker? Son, go for it. Uh, and I'll give you the first shot. You've done this with students? I've done this more than once. And I said, but I guarantee you, I will kick your fucking ass. And we won. Or, or this woman, Kim Korber. We recorded her in California saying this. Texas got upset about it. And they wanted to have their founders. They want to pound the founders in. And it's like, come on. The dead white guys did not create this country with a whole bunch of different kinds of people. And we won. And a judge ordered her pay us because we won an anti-slap motion. I think it's important you compare our track record with that of CNN, the New York Times, and all of these yep. supposed journalists that we keep asking what they think about our stories. Because our track record is unbelievably accurate, probably more accurate than any other media corporation. In fact, I can't think, and probably neither can you, any media corporation which has not settled a lawsuit. So why are we branded as the organization which is inaccurate or makes stuff up? I bet you can't name one thing. In the last eight or nine years since our incorporation in April of 2011 that we've made up. Joe Rogan, name one thing that we have made up. But if it turns out to be true, there should be punishment as well. Well, I would certainly think that the incontrovertible video evidence of the guy with ballots over his lap, which is a state crime, and the federal felony of the cash transaction on tape, uh, that's probably has a more likelihood of being true than all the people saying it didn't happen. People will say a lot of things. They'll say whatever they need to say when they're caught on tape because i have intelligent some, yeah, friends yeah that sent me the omar thing and they're right. like this is very disturbing i don't know if it's true i mean it was it was funny because uh, he was tweeting out that she said something about how vote fraud voter fraud is uh like this like the numbers of voter fraud are so minuscule it's like point zero 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 six percent yeah and then he tweets out this stuff about her and voter fraud right i was referring to when omar ilhan omar put out the tweet and there you see it right there that this is very, very infinitesimal. And I say, well, this tweet isn't going to age well. But when you expose the sacred cows, when you, when you report on information that the director of the FBI says can't happen or doesn't happen, that the media apparatus says there's no evidence, and when you show evidence of something that the powers that be say does not happen, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think that I'm going to be unscathed? Do you think they're all going to say, thank you very much, we were wrong? People don't just roll over and, uh, and give it to you. They attack. They lie about this. They say it can't happen. And that, in, that, in that regard, they're the conspiracy theorists, not me. Because when you can see the people's faces, like here, when you can see the people's faces doing the cash transaction, there's Siat. When you can see Liban's own Snapchat account, when you can see his face in all the ballots, that's actually reality. That actually happened. What, what journalists write in articles after the fact is just hyperbole and obfuscation. That's just words. That doesn't matter. That doesn't mean anything. It's their opinion. It's conjecture. So, again, rock beats scissors, videotape beats lies, and a builder can build faster than a destroyer can destroy. Uh, the one thing, that, I mean, watching the video, just watching it, mm -hmm. it's obviously highly edited. So, like, you can't say it's not an edited video. And... <clears throat> That, that doesn't take a lot of things away because you have to edit the video. You kind of have to up. edit, right? But because it's it's got to be small. You don't know who the people are that are being covered up. I think when I was so I was reading through people that are like I think Newsweek was digging into each piece of it today, and like I don't know that they could verify everything because they weren't saying 
that this was necessarily false. Well, that's that's a that's a really logical fallacy, young Jamie, because if the news media can't verify, they're not willing to verify it. They're not willing to substantiate it. Uh, they edit it out of the article, the, the actual criminal activity, and then they say it's unsubstantiated. So it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And credit here to Joe Rogan, because he rightfully points out that everything's edited. You have to edit things for time. That uh, You can't play all the raw information, nor would you want to, because oftentimes you have to protect your sources. This is the paragon of investigative reporting. The fact that journalists attack us for protecting our sources, when we actually show, you can hear the voices, sometimes we blur the faces, but you can hear the voices, you can hear the inflection and intonation in the voices. You can't hear the inflection and intonation in Bob Woodward's sources because he doesn't tell you who his sources are. Bob Woodward quotes someone quoting somebody else and he puts those in quotation marks and he calls that journalism. So if that can win a Pulitzer Prize, I don't understand why so-called editing, I don't understand why we're being attacked for the so-called editing. But why would, if someone was doing something that illegal, why would they be like, who are you strange men with camera? Come. Baby Dick Jamie, I love the apex. I, that, that cracked me up. Uh, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think there's much need to play the rest of this clip, but yeah, I mean. No, oh, yeah, I mean, I think everybody gets it. And I think everybody in the chat has probably seen that by now, or if not, if not that, they've seen at least the ballot harvesting video, I would, I would hope. Yeah, the, the ballot harvesting one is, let me just say that the, the ballot har the thing with the the thing with the Project Veritas videos with a lot of them is like they're they're they used to have a lot more shock value in them, uh like back when I was younger. But now it's like it's more like this is incredible to see, but it's not shocking because I'm not surprised by any of this anymore if if that makes if that makes sense. Um So, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, you know, I said something in the chat about only having Twitter's the, like the only social media account I've ever had other than like MySpace and then my YouTube and then, uh, something else. And Sasha was like, yeah. And that Instagram that you fucking, you fucking abandoned. Like I, I have an Instagram. Holy fuck. I do. Because back when I was clipping, still clipping one, I needed an Instagram account in order to, uh, Watch him live. Saucin is Saucin saucy. She's saucy as fuck. Saucin is every is everywhere. So so Saucin is everywhere. She's invading. She's she was in... right. She forgot. She was like, because she's everywhere. She knew. Uh, she was certain that I forgot about my Instagram, and she was right. I did because I don't. I don't use social media. What? Twitter, I, I, I tweet. Tweeting is fun. I like fucking with people on Twitter. Listen, but... I, I listen. I forgot I had a Snapchat until someone <clears throat> reminded me. Listen, I've had a Snapchat for eleven years. Uh, so 
Y'all can catch me at on Snapchat at uh, Biggie dot underscore Dick at Gamma dot Snapchat. Yeah, for for the I don't know. I'm not gonna be racist. I'm not gonna be racist on your on your show, Sam. Well, I mean, I, I, I know. I'm a Bart Simpson that shit. I will not be racist on the Whitfield report. I, I mean, will not make racist uh, jokes on the Whitfield report. I mean, I've I mean, I've had Jolly Rogers on here before, so I'm pretty sure that ship has sailed. Um, well, but you know, no, I don't. I don't want your. I don't want. I don't want the Whitfield report to go the way of. Johnny Arcade 1, Johnny Arcade 2, Johnny Arcade 3, <laughs> fucking uh, Apex Gamma 1, and all of the others at fucking one step. And um, gosh damn it, that stupid Texan train riding motherfucker. Oh, oh yeah, him. Nobody, future uh, nobody. <laughs> but, uh... uh yeah, no, I, I I appreciate that. Although to be fair, the the first the first Sam the first Sam Whitfield channel got nuked uh, a long time ago with all my old old shows. So that's why that's why you should already have a Whitfield reports clip channel where you post clips to. Yeah, so that when this you need you need multiple backups, bro. Because unless, I, unless they've changed TOS, which they probably have, uh, you, as long as the you know alternate account exists before your primary account gets banned, those are not. It's not subverting technology, or you know using technology to, to subvert uh, whatever the fuck it, terminology is. Yep, and that's that's why I, I also have a bit shoot uh, page too. And uh, a Josh Who uh, video channel as well. Um, Scorpio, um, I don't know. I don't know how deep you are in the Owen lore, but is Teddy making people kiss his asshole now? Is that what you're talking about? Or does he wait? Or does he wear some like some D and D ring on his little sausage fingers? Wait. Wait, it, wait for wait for real. It, because <laughs> well, because... No, no, Scorpio. Scorpio said everyone winds up kissing Teddy's ring. So I made a a gay asshole joke about that. Well, I've been listening to way too much Come Town podcast. Way too much of that. I'm sorry to bring that up, but well, because with with Teddy with Teddy and Owen, you don't. You just don't know. They literally might. Well, okay, yeah. This show has already gotten. This show has already gotten uh, weird enough with like the boob talk and what and whatnot. Bro, and you talk. What? Listen, we didn't even say nothing weird. Come on, Sam. Well, wasn't that weird? Well, that that. Well, not weird to me, but then again. I just what can I say? I like boobs, and I will not. I also like beer, and I will never not. I will never apologize for liking beer or boobs. So that, okay, okay, we that, did it. 
That's what that's what Brett Kavanaugh should have said. So, so no, that that ref, that reference went nowhere. I see. Uh, I'm well, listen. I was I was pissing in the toilet, and there was a loud splashing mm-hmm. sound, so I muted my mic for a second. All right. I I I I, I appreciate that. We uh we don't we don't we don't need you can't steal near eyes bit. So you want to hear? Hold on. What are you guys doing? What are you doing? Oops. Hi. Oh, I heard Hi. it. I heard a mew. Hello. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. They're little spider monkeys, dude. Yeah. Okay. I, All right. Sorry. I, sorry, not to derail. Not derailing. Not derailing with kittens. But, uh... Yeah. Other stuff. Say uh, other things. And boobs to the 13th words and beer they will never take them from... I don't know what I don't know what 1480 boobs boobs should (laughs) should be the should be the stream Uh, no 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 storm wrench that's not true because one of the first times I ever was on Sam's stream I was I was at my old house, and I walked out around the corner, and I was taking a piss as I was talking, and someone in the chat was like, who's fucking pissing? Two people, in fact, were like, who's fucking pissing? I'm like, holy shit, you guys could hear that? Sorry. And I learned from that, that point forward. That, that I think that was Johnny. I think that was Johnny that said that. Said that. It's, uh... I think Johnny was in the stream, though, actually. It was somebody in the chat. I don't remember who the fuck. It was like Annabelle or one of the OGs. Uh, anyway, so uh, we talked the debate. We talked the O'Keefe thing. We talked the newest shooting by yeah. Antifa in, faggots. In sorry, in in Colorado. Uh, I mean, do we want to talk about Trump returning to the White House, or I mean, I I don't really feel like there's any news there other than other than mm-hmm. he's fine and well, yeah. I actually do have like maybe it's a cold a bit of a cold take or a uh, maybe even glacial maybe even a glacial take. I don't even know. Feel maybe free. Not. Yeah, I I'm but, you know how do how long ago was it that Trump did that town hall where he had people. You know, he sat in an, uh, an auditorium and people came up to the mic and asked questions. That wasn't that long ago, right? A couple of weeks ago. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah, that yeah, that would have been about a month ago that he did that, probably. Okay, so a few, yeah, a few weeks ago, four weeks ago or so. Um, there was a one of the highlights of that thing was that that uh, Latino or Hispanic woman that came up and she she started talking to the mic and then she fucking she pulled her mask off of her face. She's like, I'm sorry, sir. And he's like, no, I, I love what you just did there. Um, 
it's just a little anecdote, something that I noticed, but it he the way he pulled his mask off when he got back to the White House and shoved the thing in his pocket. I mean, I said this on your show, or maybe, I don't know if it was on your show or if, or if it was on Versa, um, but, like, I wanted a fucking mandate or, like, a goddamn, um, <laughs> what do you call it? Um, um, the pen is mightier than the sword. What is it? The fucking executive order. I wanted an executive order banning, you know, uh, mask mandates federally. Like, you can't make people fucking wear them. Uh, and then, and then of course, he was like, no, 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 masks are American. It's it's American to wear a mask, and I was all bummed out about that. But it seems pretty clear to me at this point that uh, he's <laughs> – if, if there ever was a dog whistle, if I've ever seen a dog whistle from Trump, it's this whole mask thing. Like where he's like, nah, you know what? These masks are bullshit because they are. And everyone with a brain and the ability to read the package of the mask they're putting on their face has, they're bullshit. It's just a fucking, it's, it would be an insult to Band-Aids to call them Band-Aids because they're more like fucking, like a rhinestone Band-Aid on a a wound that doesn't exist. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know a good, a good enough analogy to make that funny. But you, you know, like, you know, you know why you can't think of an of an analogy because there is. Please tell me, Sam. Because there is no good analogy. Because the mm. whole. Because the whole. It's like a mask for. It's like a mask on your face for a disease that doesn't exist, or or a disease that's not that deadly, not deadly enough to wear the mask because the disease exists. Oh my god. This is a fucking hard heel turn, but I have to get this out. I wanted to tweet this, but I was so fucking busy today at work that I forgot. I heard a take from a real person that I spoke to for for near, almost 10 minutes that believes legitimately that George Floyd didn't die. George Floyd is alive on an island and got paid for a performance to pretend that he died by the hands of police to start a race war. Now, this was from a black man. This was a black man that was telling me this story. And I I don't don't like the idea. First of all, I couldn't do it without being like, I'm going to film you, bro. I wanted to pull my fucking phone out and start filming. Can you start over, please? But it took every fucking bone in my body. (laughs) or every every uh you know everything in me to be like just listen with a straight face be like i don't i don't think that's true man um i mean lots of people die by the cops i mean not lots of people comparative to uh how many people interact with the cops but people die by the police i just think it's you know they they just use them right you know uh, circumstantially as you know again a theory we're all familiar with here, and you certainly are. It's an election year, of course. Well, um, but the... I, I was, I was, listen, I was dumbfounded because this person not only believed that George Floyd was alive and that his pretend death that he got paid for uh, was to start a race war, but this dude despises our current president <laughs> and is voting for, for Joe Biden. 
So that's the world we live in. I, I mean, that's the world that I live in. That's the community that I, that I live in. That's the, that's the kind. I mean, I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how to deal with that. I the, tried. the 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 only comment I have for the, for that, honestly, is wow. Well, right. I mean, what 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 else is there? What it what else is there to say? Um. Well, you could say, "Hey, man, have you heard of the Platinum Plan, or whatever the fuck it's called, or have you heard of the uh, the First Step Program, or have you heard of, yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, any of the the countless things that Trump has gone, in my opinion." Well, maybe not too far, but he's gone. He's like excessively trying to prove to the black community that he's not racist. The proof exists for several decades now. That man has never, he's never shown any outward form of racism with his rhetoric or or otherwise with his behavior. There's all sort of anecdotes that I've heard from people like, um, you know those those famous you know those those reputable hollywood and upstanding up uh, reputable and upstanding hollywood actors uh and such that say nice things about him and the things that he's done for oh sure people. but i mean those again those are all anecdotes i don't really care i got i mean eric evil eric said this in discord a long time ago i think well over a year ago shortly after i joined and certainly he's not the first person to say it, but he was the first person I saw put it into the words that they were. And it was effectively, excuse me, that I don't care. I personally, he personally doesn't care what Trump says in in public. Like the words that come out of his mouth are virtually non-consequential. What matters is what he's doing on paper and for the country. And well, now- that's a that's salient. That's a salient point. But the problem that I'm encountering now is the words that come out of his mouth are have been used so divisively and spun so maliciously that my well-meaning and maybe mushy-brained best friend uh, is. I mean, he buys right into it. He's he thinks he's like some sort of fucking special agent in this war against racism as a white man that grew up in a white family with all the money in the fucking world. <laughs> Me, the definition of privilege. <laughs> Sorry, Pax. Oh, I just had to laugh. You roboted, you roboted there. You were laughing. Uh, did I? Did I? I, I? Did I robot? I, did I robot on your end because I, I was laughing. No, dude, all I heard was wop, 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 wop. Yeah, like it legit said that was the most robot robot I've ever heard. I could not, I could not make out laughter from that. But either way, yeah, no, uh, <laughs> uh, he is, I mean, he's lost, man. And there's the, as close as we are, as well as we know each other, he believes that I'm brainwashed. And that he has all of the answers, all of this secret language that he thinks he picks up on. God, I wish I recorded. I really wish it was only like a 40 minute conversation, 30, 40 minute conversation. 
but I really wish it would have recorded it because it was, I, I couldn't, I mean, my, this, my fucking, we have done some terrible shit together. Some very less than honorable things as uh, youths, him and I, and my jaw was on the floor at the things coming out of his mouth. I couldn't, the things he was like advocating and my, my rebuttals. Okay. So <laughs> he used examples like, okay, man, you remember in school when we like, you could like, you could get like the, the shitty little fucking uh, peanut butter sandwich and uh, a little bitty bag of chips for free, or you could pay and you could get fucking, you know, the hot pizza or you could blah, 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 blah. Like, Okay, and like yes, yes, I remember that. What's your point? Well, well, what if like all of? I mean, it's. <laughs> I mean, my I guess my jaw was on the floor because it was the most stereotypical and like cookie cutter arguments you've ever heard. Yeah. Like, well, what if man, like those kids that had to eat those peanut butter sandwiches didn't have to eat those peanut butter sandwiches what if they could eat you know like the warm pizza like everybody else does like well who do you well first of all who pays why do you think those kids get to eat those peanut butter sandwiches in the first place not because the school pays for it because your taxes pay for it i mean and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sit here and defend taxes uh which is another divide that we come across because he's like, how can you sit here and, 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 and be a fucking, uh, you know, a 30 year fucking criminal slash drug addict, not 30, 20 year dr- criminal slash drug addict, uh, going counter to the law in almost every step of your life and try to now defend the legal system to me. And I find it, I, that's where I, I have a difficult time doing that. I'm not going to lie to you, but there's so much more nuance than people in, in life. There's so much more nuance to all of this than people give it any credit, especially on the internet. They're looking at all these, all this evidence and uh, test, you know, testimony and um, tweets from these people and clips from that person. They're not there. They don't know the people involved. They don't know what the fuck's happening. You know, I posted a, a clip of a black man who whose two sons were caught stealing uh from somewhere i don't know where it was like a 30 second clip 25 second clip or something uh but the context was sons caught stealing and father beats them in public and he fucking grabs the biggest one by his fucking wrist and picks him up and starts fucking whacking him with the belt i told you boy i don't remember all the things he's saying i told you boy i fucking told you the kid's trying to run away stand still Kid drops to the floor, whacking with the belt. I mean, it looks it looks excessive. I'm not gonna lie to you. He goes over to the little kid and he's like, "All right, now it's your fucking turn." Picks him up, fuck, starts fucking beating him with the belt. And the question that I retweeted was, you know, a, a black man beats his fucking kids in public for stealing or for getting caught stealing. What are your thoughts? I'm like, well, first of all, they're his kids, right? Um, assuming they are, then good. I mean, I mean, not good necessarily, but good on him, right? Because not only not only is he doing what he thinks is necessary, but there were I saw in that video there's five, six other kids in that room, and they are all petrified. 
So learn by example. I learned, I learned a lot that way. I was humiliated in public by my parents. You know why? Because it was a fucking asshole on purpose. I was an asshole. I was not, I, I wasn't just a troubled kid. Right. I did yeah. shit and piss people off, including my, especially my parents. So fuck you. You don't know from this 25, I mean, there was a lot of, that's fucking child abuse. Uh, that's illegal. They can't do that. No, I mean, I, I don't know the context, but given the, given what it was and what I, the information I was given, I'm fine with it. What, I would like to see more of it, quite frankly. Listen, I got, I got spanked as a kid every once in a while. I never really acted up because when I did, I got a spankings, you know, when I, I learned, I learned at like a very early age to behave because my parents, you know, disciplined me and put the fear of God in me when they, when they needed to, uh, you know, and obviously that wasn't, obviously that wasn't, you know, that wasn't happening like all the time, but this whole thing, the, the thing that is really weird to me, and I don't know if you've seen this, but it, it, it started to happen a little bit with, with some of my friends, uh, particularly in like middle school and high school. But some of my, I, I wouldn't even say my friends, but more like my classmates, uh, some of their parents at times, it seems like they were trying to be more like their kids' friends rather than their parents, which was... No, always- that's the plague. That's a plague. That is the plague of my generation, your generation, and for absolute certain, the youngest generation um, after both of ours. Yeah, is this helicopter? This this idea of helicopter parenting and like, you know, don't be a parent, be a friend. You know, you can be whatever you want to be. Your kid's never wrong. Fuck that idea listen i mean i can sign i can sign on to that to a certain degree but like it's been pushed so hard so far even again since i was a kid i can remember adults telling me things that i think back on now i'm like you if i fucking saw you now i would kick you in the fucking dick the thing you know the shit that you filled my head with you know relatives aunts and uncles and yeah um cousins and shit you know older cousins like you're you're amazing you're an amazing this and you're an amazing that and you can do whatever you want you can be the fucking president no no you fucking can't guys let me tell you kids <laughs> that are not going to listen to this you can't parents that might don't tell your kids they can be whatever they want because they can't you're lying to them don't lie to your kids well, I mean, lie to your kids, but don't lie to them. Don't don't lie to them like that. My, what my what my parents said is, you can be whatever you want, but you better work you better work your ass off for it. I mean, it it, it wasn't you can be whatever you want, but you know, it was basically if you want to make something of yourself, you're going to have to work for it. And, you know, 
that's I mean that's always been that's always kind of been the case for me at at least. Uh, and the other th- thing going back to what you were saying about your friend, you know, thinking that you're like some right wing extremist dude. I have a second. I have a second cousin who is like that too. She's not even like. She's not even like my primary cousin. She's a, she's a secondary cousin. Um. After the after the 2016 election, she basically DM'd me on Instagram and basically like wrote me this long letter about how she couldn't believe that I of all people voted for Trump because I'm handicapped and. It was basically something along the lines of, like, she's disowning me. And it was just, it was weird. Because I'm like, okay, you're someone who I see at parties, like, at family reunions, like, maybe once every five to seven years, maybe. And yet... You know, you're acting like I've personally insulted you or something. It's, yeah, fuck those people. It's just, and then and then what? And then so so she writes me this whole letter about like how horrible I am because I vote for Trump, right? And how, how like I'm supporting violence and Nazism and whatnot. Then the next, then like two days later, I go onto Facebook, and I see that she, that her status is that she wants to punch Mike Pence in the face, and so I challenged her and I said, "Wow, for a peace-loving liberal." You sure want to, you sure are talking a lot of violence. And this is what drives me crazy. Her husband, who is a Texas A&M law school graduate, starts white knighting for his wife. And is like, well, I, I I I have a law degree and I think that Trump and Pence are bad. What is, what are, what's your certification, Sam? Do you have, do you have a lot, do you have a lot degree? And it's like, no, but I don't need, I don't need a lot degree to know that what you and my second cousin here are both spouting is nonsense. It, and, and I, mean, I I don't know that that's another thing that bugs me is when is when uh, is when people with with these fancy degrees start babbling for no for no reason because it's like your degree I I will agree with with Owen on this and I hate to give him credit on anything but these days most college degrees don't mean shit they really don't. No, I would agree with that. Um. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, lawyer boy, lawyer boy 
is a simp. And the thing of it is, you Scorpio, he was he was simping for his own. You don't need to simp for your wife. You're married. You're married to her. But also, as someone who's practicing law, uh, you wouldn't want you wouldn't want your wife to. I I I wouldn't think you would want your own wife talking and punching the president, the vice president of the United States, or advocating for if you're if you're a lawyer. Just saying. But uh. Yeah, so I mean, Apex, I, I also have experience with annoying liberal friends and family members. So. Well, I find it less annoying anymore as I do concerning. As, as I've mentioned before, these are people that I, like, I respect their opinions. Mm-hmm. Mostly, or I have up to this point. And maybe, you know, maybe I'm just overthinking. Maybe I've just been so fucking sheltered in my own head that I've ignored signs that have been there all along, which is probably more the case. Because uh, difficult times bring out the, you know, the chaff, you know, it's separated from the wheat kind of thing. The the thing it is, is you're, um... Retarded? No, the, the thing that is, is, is your is your friend though. I will say this: you at least seem to you and your friend have like a very deep personal relationship. I'm talking about I'm talking about a cousin who doesn't who up until like up until after the election didn't speak to me, you know, most of the time. And yet she's acting like I insulted her, you know, personally, some way. Well, that's why you got That's why you got to take the higher ground, Sammy. You got to use all of your experience and all of your knowledge, both of the atmosphere and the facts, and that person challenging you to try and bring them to the light. It's just like the idea of converting people to Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the old missionary ideal. Yeah, let's go fucking stick our foot down in, in places where people believe things that aren't what we believe and try to teach them the gospel of Jesus because that's the way that they're going to get into heaven. They may believe that. And they may be wrong. I don't think they are. Just like I don't think the messages you stand by are wrong or the messages I stand by, generally speaking, broadly speaking, are wrong. I mean, listen. I'm fucking retarded. So certainly a lot of the things I stand by are, are not, um, you know, true for most people, but, uh, go ahead. I, well, the thing it is, I wasn't even trying to, uh, I wasn't even trying to start an argument. I, w- I was just, I was just, uh, you know, saying that, hey, you shouldn't punch the vice president in the face. That was all. Um, well, you don't have to try to start an argument, though, Sam. All you have to do is stand by your principles, which happen to be even slightly contrary to theirs. You know, yeah. that's why that's why it's important to have that, you know, the red pills in the chamber, man. 
Let, let me... Cereal, I... Cereal, uh, I, I am not... I'm not extra gay. I'm not even... I'm not even even gay. Uh, you're... Uh-huh. Says the gay man. <laughs> Riding the gay rape machine. <laughs> the, the gay... The gay rape machine. Oh, God. <laughs> the lore expands. <laughs> oh. oh, Sandy. Listen, Sammy, I got to work uh, really early. And last time... Last week, actually... I, um, well, I'm not going to go too far into detail, but for the first time ever, I was very, very late to work opening my store. So. All right. Yeah. I, I, I got, I, I got you then. Well, well, we're not really, we're not really talking out any, <laughs> we're not really talking out anything. Oh, so, Sawson came in with the winning cut. Says the gay man who talked to, who talked to tits all day. Well, <laughs> well, that that's it. That that's exactly it. Uh, Sasson, I am, I am gay for tits. So, uh, well, listen, you know, that's just like, um, that's just like the gay dudes that, you know, uh, would. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I was gonna make a good joke, like you, uh, you know, you're just pretending you like boobs so much to 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 uh, shield your your homosexuality because you're ashamed of it. You only pretend uh, to like boobs outward, uh, outwardly so much because you really like wiener and not boobs, the opposite of boobs. Okay, okay, Ellen. Oh, and that's our show, folks. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Sam's uh, gay, and he rides a gay wheelchair. Rape machine wheelchair. I'm just kidding. I am. I. I. He likes boobs though too. I've said this before. Mm-hmm. I am. I am only gay for Johnny Arcade. Meaning, I'm. I'm very happy for. For Johnny Arcade, although I don't know. I don't know why. I would be happy. But... Yeah, that's that's. Listen, Sammy. That is the most racist fucking thing you've ever said why would you be gay for johnny arcade and not for gabe why not for lissa why not for for zenit for nirai for the bastard Mm -hmm. child of the danger zone your very own apex gamma why wouldn't why wouldn't you be gay for all of us if that's your definition if you're going to be happy if that if gay is being happy for well i'm i'm showing your bias man you might be a literal homosexual for Johnny Arcade, I think you is what you just said. Well, I'm Gamma <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> logic. Uh... Burr, 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 burr. No. Dang, I'm ga- I'm giving I'm giving again. Uh... <laughs> I've been I've been gamma. And I would have gone away with it, wouldn't you for you dastardly gammas? I've been, I've been, mm. I've been, ga- I've been gammoed. Uh, that, that's, a, that's okay. All, all I need to do is, all I, all I need to do is go watch 10 minutes of Owen and I'll be homophobic again. So. <laughs> uh, what you have to understand is, 
Owen is a faggot. That's all. Good night. Very, very good, Sean Connery. Um, but no, nah, in all seriousness, though, folks, uh, I think we've covered a lot. Actually, it's kind of been a slow news week, but anyway. I want to thank everyone for uh, tuning in. Thanks to E Scorpio and uh, Kevin for the donations. Uh, thanks to Sawson for uh, subscribing, even though that was 15 days ago. And thanks to Fat Cakeboy <coughs> for uh, manning the four over at D Alive. And uh, thank you to Matthew for watching the Periscope uh, stream and for sharing that out. Um, and thanks to eScorpio and all the mods uh, for being the mod squad, even though that's the vast majority of the chat. But you know what? We love you, and uh, thanks for watching. Wait, 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 wait. I have something to say. Yes, Sean. To the mod squad. To the mod squad, no, I'm not Sean. I don't know who the fuck Sean is. But to the mod squad, thank you for all of the things you do in Minecraft, including, never mind. Good night, everybody. <laughs> I, I was, I was trying to say that you... Gonna make a, I was going to make a suicide joke in Minecraft, like killing myself in Minecraft, <laughs> but... Uh, I figured, considering the day and like, every, I, I didn't want it to be taken the wrong way. So, Pro, probably, no worries, guys. Probably a good. Much idea. love, guys. Probably a good idea. Anyway, folks, even though I still just like explained the joke anyway. Yeah, go ahead. Good night. Good night, everyone, and we will see you on the next episode of the Whitfield Report. Merch store opens tomorrow, so stay tuned. You have my word on Yeehaw! that. Uh, good night, everyone, and thanks for uh, watching the Whitfield Report. Go fuck yourself. Report show. <laughs> and, uh, no, go, 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 go fuck your wives. Really go. good. Go fuck yourselves. Hey, listen, go fuck your local Gamma. How about that? Yeah, sh yeah. Show your uncle Gamma a really good time. How about it? I didn't say no. I said I said local. I didn't say uncle. That's weird, bro. <laughs> We're not going. I, there. I I said local. I said local too, asshole. You said you said you said uncle. You said uncle, and I heard it. We're good. Brew, please brew. Anyway, good good night, everybody. Uh, good night. Uh, what. A what a what a gamma that guy is! All right, folks, from all us here at NGC Studios, uh, thank you for tuning in to, to the uh, Whitfield Report uh, shit sh Saturday Night Night Shit Show Edition, and uh, thank you for putting up with all our shenanigans. And uh... <laughs> oh god, I'm sorry, I thought I was muted. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he 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 always, he always thinks that. But uh, anyway, God bless, God save this great nation, God freedom, legacy, and that order. Uh, if you're still watching over the stream, God, I I don't know. You might have we 
you might have abandoned ship at the at, at all the boob talk or something. I don't know. I'm sure. God I, save. I I'm sure God, that God God save my penis, please. God God save my penis. God save this country. Uh, I love you. God freedom of seeing that order and good night, folks. God bless. Hey there, folks. If you've made it this far to the end of the podcast, I'd like to thank you very much for listening to the show. You are the ones that make it possible for me to uh, make an income from podcasting, and I greatly appreciate that just by listening to our show. You are helping us gain ad revenue. However, if you would really like to uh, help support the show, I encourage you to please donate to the podcast and become a supporter of the show you can head over to anchor.fm forward slash Whitfield report and click the support this podcast button and uh, choose the amount that suits you to support the show or you can click the link in the show notes and it will directly uh, take you to that page if you can support the podcast I really really appreciate that Anything that you can do to uh, help out is greatly appreciated, even if you can't afford to uh, help financially support the podcast. I encourage you to please go on iTunes uh, or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher and please leave this podcast a positive five-star review. That really helps us out here at the Whitfield Report. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next episode.